The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. There was a great rabbi who worked with people who weren't religious to help inspire them to Judaism. And one day, a farmer, one of his students comes to him who's getting stronger in his, in his religion. And he says, Rabbi, I have to tell you the craziest story. The other day, I went to a wedding. He says, I did not want to go to the wedding. I did not. I wasn't in the mood. I wasn't happy. Why weren't you happy? He says, because unfortunately, because we had we not been having rain, we've had such a drought recently, everything dried up. I worked the whole year. Now it's time for the crops. And the crops was a disaster. I can't pay my bills. I can't pay my workers. I feel like I might have to go bankrupt. I'm brokenhearted. I made a cheshbon, and it turned out that not only did I not make a profit, but I was 55,000 shekel in debt. Now, that might not sound a lot to some people, but for a, a farmer back then, it was a huge amount of money. He says that I didn't know what to do, and I felt terrible, but it was a friend of mine's wedding, so I felt like, you know what? Get over your own personal bit. You know, sadness? Go and be misameach mekala. Okay, I went down. I'm driving to the wedding. I had to park a little bit far from the wedding. As I pull over and park on the side of the road with all the other cars, I see sitting next to the car, next to me parked on the floor, is a briefcase. I go up to this briefcase in Israel. You know, you don't, you know, you, everything is chifetz chashud, like, you know. So you go, you pick, he, he goes in, he very carefully opens the zipper. He sees that the bag is filled top to bottom with cash. Very heavy bag. He can't believe what's in this bag. He counts the money very quickly. It's in stacks. How much money is in this bag? 55,000 shekel. He can't believe it. Like, thank you, God. I didn't know you work with briefcases and unmarked bills. I thought you were different, but you know, okay, fine. He takes the bag, throws it in his car, locks the car, goes into the wedding, dances, smiles, this, that, comes back out after the wedding. Of course, as he goes to his car, he sees the police are there and there's a fellow crying. And he says, what's the matter? And the fellow tells him, you know, I left the bag out here. I was actually given this bag by my friend who runs gas stations. And back in the day, they were paying only in cash. So at the end of the week, they would take all the cash and go to the bank. He asked me to make a bank run, okay? I put all this money in the bag. I had to stop here for, for a wedding. I put the bag down and no one can find it. The guy's heart sinks. He says, tell me. He says, how much money was in the bag? The guy says, 55,000 shekel, exactly. Halakha is, one of the simanim you could give is minyan. It's how much? He gives the siman, the sign. Now, mitzvah, to give the, the money back. He says, don't worry, come with me. Unlocks the car, gives him the bag. The man's crying, he's thanking him, he's hugging him. You don't know, you saved me, you saved my friendship. I can't believe it. All right, he leaves. This man now tells the rabbi, I, I came back from this wedding. And he says, and I'm all in a turmoil. Because, you know, I feel like this is exactly what I needed. And God sent it exactly to me. And I gave it back to this guy. You know, I took God's gift and I threw it away. Is that what I should be doing? Is that, was that the right thing? Listen carefully. Rabbi says, honey, you know, you're wondering if it's the right thing. Let's open up God's book and we'll see what God wants you to do with that, that you think is a gift. He shows him the pasuk, opens the Gemara, shows him, elu shelo, elu hayav this is a situation. This is not an avedah. It was placed there. It is a siman. This is what you're supposed to do. The man says, okay, I accept. If that's what God wants, I accept. A little while later, maybe a year goes by, the rabbi again sees this farmer. This time he's got a big kippah on his head. He's in big, good spirits. The man comes up to the rabbi and he continues the conversation of a year before, almost as if they never stopped. He says, he says so you don't know what happened. 
the rabbi remembers the beginning of the story. It's not a story that happens all the time. He says, you don't know what happened. He says, after I gave that money back, he says, I had nothing. And the bank and the creditors came and they told me that I'm going to have to sell my property in order to be able to pay back the loans. I had a farm. The farm was evaluated. And the farm was evaluated at the price of 300,000 shekel, which is not a bad price. It would allow me to pay off my debts, you know. And, you know, I had a little few months left until they were due. Allow me to pay off my debts and, and I'll have some money to be able to buy another property, start another business, whatever. Anyway, I looked, for, looked and looked and looked for, a, for a, a buyer. And, you know, we got a couple bites, nothing serious. He says, but then, Rabbi, he goes, you'll never believe. The city, out of nowhere, changed the, the zoning of my property from farmland to city. All of a sudden, that means you could build houses, you could build apartment buildings. And immediately overnight, the price of my property went from 300 much higher. It's a long time ago. <laughs> he says that overnight, I had buyers knocking down my door. And I sold the property that should have been 300000 at the current price where the city had offered zoning as a city zoning, municipal zoning. I sold it for 355000 shekel. I went and paid off my debts the very next day. Now I'm shopping around to see what I could buy with my 300000 My old business unfortunately died. Maybe I could do something else. A week or two goes by. And the city issues a proclamation saying, actually, we made a mistake. They bowed to pressure from the farming industry and they reclassified the farm back as a farm. The guy goes back to the guy who bought it, the developer, and he says, I would like to buy the property back, but now it's not zoned for the city. It's zoned as a farm. The guy says, you know what? I'll give it to you for 300000 He gives him the 300000 back, moves back into this, and he says, look, I asked you what God wants. How could it be that God sent me this money for me to give it away? And the answer is, that is what God sent them the money for, to give it away. But it was only in order to be able to finish the story. My friends, our story is not over until God says it's over. So long as the fire is burning, if Shailat Taken, Hashem should bless us to always do the right thing. But you know what? No one always does the right thing. No one. You can't be perfect. Everyone makes mistakes. So Hashem should bless us to always, always do the right thing. But when we don't do the right thing, Hashem should bless us to always fix the wrong thing back into the right thing. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to inspire.org.